Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hey, it's Kyle Meredith, host of the Kyle Meredith with podcast presented by WFPK at WFPK.org and the Consequence Podcast Network. It's a series that puts the spotlight on iconic musicians and actors, inviting them to drop by and talk about their latest projects, whether it's albums, TV shows, films or beyond. I'm going to say something I don't want to say. Here it goes. Without Spinal Tap, there is no Tenacious D. Whoa. (laughs) Man. We get great stories and the biggest scoops from people like Garbage's Shirley Manson, the 1975's Matty Healy, Jack Black and Kyle Gass of Tenacious D, Maya Hawk, Kiefer Sutherland, and everyone in between. New episodes arrive every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, so it's a great way to keep up with your favorite artists and discover some new ones. You can find Kyle Meredith with on the Consequence Podcast Network or wherever you get your podcasts. Journey through the stories that define the artists playing Bonnaroo. Who are they? What are they? What will you see? The what? Which bands? This year, that matter. With Brad Steiner and Barry Corner. Less than three weeks away from Bonnaroo 2018. Welcome to the What Podcast. I'm Brad Steiner from WDOD Radio in Chattanooga, Tennessee. That's Barry Corner from the Chattanooga Times Free Press. Hi, Barry! Hi. Yeah. So today is a very exciting day because it's all about me. <laughs> You've been waiting three months. At least, you? at least to talk all about me. I'm sorry I messed it up by showing up today. Uh, no, I want you to be here because I need you to reinforce how great my picks will be. <laughs> to revel in all things Brad. Welcome to the What Podcast, a podcast for Bonnaroovians by Bonnaroovians, we being the Bonnaroovians, you being the Bonnaroovians. Uh, so today we're going to go through uh, part one of a three-part series as we get closer and closer to Bonnaroo. I'll do uh, my picks for Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Next week, Barry will do his picks right. for the week. Uh, and uh, then maybe the final week, we'll get your picks. So submit them now, thewhatpodcast.com. Who should we be seeing? Who's on your radar? What shows are absolutely can't miss in 2018? Do it at thewhatpodcast.com or at thewhat underscore podcast on Twitter. And we'll do an entire show dedicated just to listen or picks. Let's agree on the format here. Okay. Because I know you've thought about this. All right. So All this right. is... Wait, wait a second. We have a format? Well, I, I, I'm asking if there <laughs> okay. is one. All right. I assume uh-huh. these are going to be picks. These are the don't miss. Probably going to be some obvious ones. Then there's going to be the these are the ones mm-hmm. that if I get if I turn you on to this person, my work here will be done. Right. So this gonna okay. be a little, I, this is the way that I was going to do it. I was going to walk you through my schedule, what my tentative schedule for the weekend is going to be, okay. and, and a long, whole schedule. I All did, right. and along the way, I'll give you the can't miss show of the day. 
Okay. At least my can't miss show of the day, the one that I'm absolutely not going to miss. Okay. Uh, and I'm hoping that uh, the ones that you you already know that I love is the Boney Vares of the world. Right. I hope to not give you many of those. Yeah. Like yeah. we started with Boney Vare because that is the reason why I am so damn excited about this year. Right, those two right. shows are are magic to my to my ears. I know that's going to happen, and you know that's going to be my pick, right. and you know that's going to be on my schedule. But that's not my Saturday pick. Uh, okay. All right. I understand. All right. I want I want to surprise. I want to take some left turns here today. Right. I don't, I figured. I, I figured. I don't, I don't want to be too I'll predictable. Have to, uh, I I haven't started on mine yet because I wanted to see how this was going to go, and then I have to throw in too that almost always the two or three that I want to see you don't is ever when see. I have to work. Oh, re- <laughs> you know it's weird. Like something happens to you on the farm that you get you get this schedule, and we talked about this with other people, but you get the schedule, you make your own schedule, you you create a wish list, you know exactly when you're going to go and how you're going to, but something just happens and you just don't get off your ass. You just well, sit that there. or like in my case, it's, you know, I need to go take a picture of this one and then file a story or whatever. But what's interesting too, I want to say about our group, because we go as a group, we've mm-hmm. talked about this many times, we don't go to shows as a group. We don't. No, and that's what I love about it because it's a constant stream of who in the hell's walking into camp. Yeah. We never know who's about to turn the corner and walk under the marquee of Camp Nut Butter. No, or who's going to walk out, or, uh, I mean, we, you know, there's certain, the Friday evening, the Saturday evening when the big stuff, the camp is usually empty. Yeah. But throughout the day, and even then it comes and goes, well, everybody it sure does. will come back and get a water or whatever, or just don't care to see the show that's right. playing, so. And it also turns out that we don't necessarily have a full camp hanging out all the time. That's the other thing that's strange. That's when, that's and when true. we do, all hell breaks loose. That's true. It is, and so much damn fun. That is when it's fun. Yeah, yeah. There's been some really some classic where a lot of picking <clears throat> on each other. So, um, so not only, but what I. It's not just that it's empty. We don't go to the same shows. Right. Which I think is interesting. There, there's been times when I have demanded my campmates go with me to something. Sure. Like, there was, like, the. the I think I demanded you guys to go to like Mavis Staples with me, or if there's a band like The Shakes, yeah. I de- or St. Paul, that Saint first Paul, show. Right. I demanded you guys go because I just knew all of you guys would would yeah. absolutely love it. And I think that we all get at least one of those demands. Like there's for instance, you- if it wasn't for our buddy Mikey do Mikey Doer, I never would have gone to see Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. Never in a million years. Yeah. I was so down on that. I didn't give a damn about it. Yeah. And holy hell, he blew me away. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I think probably because we've done it enough times now, don't you feel like some of those... I know you're not going to go see Sheryl Crow. I absolutely will not. Um, but I can't, I say that now. But yeah, watch me on the farm. All there. of us will be like, yeah, you know what? Uh, I can go. soak up the sun. Let's soak up the sun for an hour. And I was thinking of this the other day. We've not mentioned in, what, 12 weeks of doing this, the headliner. Right. I, I, don't, I don't even remember. <laughs> I don't no. even remember what they are. Uh, Eminem. Yeah. I'm uh, not, not going to see that. I, you're not even a walk-by? Nope. No, okay. I'm not gonna, and I know, I know, look, I get it. I know people like him. And uh, I didn't go see it the first time he came around to Bonnaroo. And I know everybody loved that show. It, they're just shows that I, they're not for me. Yeah. They're just not for me. And, I understand. And frankly, I, I'm the kind of guy that if I can't be within 20 feet of a show... Well, there's the difference. I don't really like it. Yeah. I don't really like being out in the middle of the field. Uh, I did that for Radiohead years and years ago. And as much as I loved that show, I felt so almost dismembered because it was so... I felt not connected to the stage. Yeah, okay. I was just watching this thing go by me. It was amazing. It was great, but I couldn't... I need to go all in. 
I'm an all-in kind of guy. If I can't be immersed in the situation, it doesn't feel like it's actually happening for me. Okay. I'm the opposite. Totally opposite. Totally opposite. Well, we're totally the opposite. Well, that's, but, which is crazy. that's why it works. <laughs> All, right. All right. So this is what I'm going to do. Let's go through Thursday. You want to start on Thursday? I have one more thing. Oh, okay. I was thinking about this this morning. All right, please do. And then I do want to hear this list. Okay. One thing that I'm not interested in from any of the acts, mm-hmm. I don't want to hear any politics. And I bring that up because of the climate we're in. But why? Why not? I, I mean, just don't want to hear it. What about when Eddie Vedder did it? What about when when Springsteen did it? I think that was okay. I think just this climate this year. I think we've learned with a lot of the late night talk show and stuff. You're basically just preaching to the converted. I know, but like it doesn't. When whenever politics comes up on the stage, it goes in one ear and out the other for me. Well, like it doesn't even. If, if that's I, a, a, a flip comment, fine. If it's just if Look, it gets I too think, much, I'm walk. I don't. I don't. Okay, but I but I think that there's going to be, and I think that there should be some strong females saying exactly what's on their mind about certain things. This has been a very powerful year for them. That, if that's true. I, I would almost be shocked if Cheryl Crow didn't say something, that's, I would almost be shocked if Japanese Breakfast didn't say something about Me Too. I'm I'm not. But that's not going to take you out of it. I'm just. Saying that's not going to take you out. No, it depends on how, how. If it's overwhelming, I just I'm not interested. I don't remember an overwhelming political statement show can you no, no, other no, than no, maybe no. eddie vetter can you think of, of some time where it's been overly political chris rock but that was a comedy show sure. the bruce springsteen just in the format remember the whole set was all working man yeah um, well that's which was brilliant 35 years it was well <laughs> done i know but it was well done it was perfectly timed yeah i don't know we'll i can't see. i can't i mean maybe i'm wrong and you guys can correct me if i'm wrong at the whatpodcast.com but i don't remember a show where i felt anybody went too far with a with a political statement. Maybe Kanye, actually. Now that I think about it, that second Kanye show, he did rant a lot. And yeah. I don't re- really remember what in the hell he was talking about. That's what about. I guess I'm saying. I don't want to hear a rant. I yeah. want to hear music. All right. All right. So let's start with my Thursday. So I would like to, again, Thursday's our favorite day. Uh, it's my absolute favorite day of the festival. I want to pop into Floor at 845, uh, right after my, uh, my first spicy pie. Floor is a, a pop Really like a little pop outfit. I don't know what that show's going to be, but they're at least interesting enough for a Thursday pop-in. Uh, 9.45 is uh, my first show, and that's Duran Jones. Duran Jones, I'm sorry. And you know how much we love him on this podcast. So if you need a second iteration of the Screaming Eagle of Soul, he's it. When we lost Charles Bradley, I felt uh, like overwhelmingly sad because we had just lost Sharon Jones too, mm-hmm. and these people are the soundtrack of my hi- uh, of my house. That is the soundtrack of my household. And boy, was I excited when we found this guy. When yeah. we found this, this is going to be such a fun show, and I'm going to feel like like I've known him my entire life. This was a Bonnaroolette find, wasn't it? It was a Bonnaroolette yeah, find. That that's exactly great. right. Um, him and another pick coming up in a little bit later is going to is a Bonnaroolette yeah. find, and that's the beauty of of the Bonnaroo randomness playlist that you can create. So I, I like him, and I can't wait for that show, and I can't wait uh, for this girl. I want to give her a shot. I don't know what it's going to be like on the Who stage, um, and it might be an odd sound for 11 o'clock at night, but she is so pretty, and she's got a great sound. Her name is Jade Bird. Jade Bird, Who stage Thursday night, 11 o'clock. Again, odd sound for 11 o'clock. I don't really know. And frankly, I don't know the last time I saw a, a Who stage show. 
I don't yeah. know when I've actually I was sat just down and that. did I'm trying to think where's the <laughs> Where is that? Yeah. <laughs> I know. That's a good. I like that. I like her though. That's really good. She's nice and that but that's going to be one of those that I I probably miss. I have all the best intentions but then something happens well, and I miss it. You know, we talked last week about how great the Thursday day is um and just kind of a heads up to people don't kill yourself on Thursday. Don't kill yourself. Don't kill yourself any day, but Thursday, no, but don't hit it too hard. You're coming in. You're don't come in so hot. excited. <laughs> don't come in hot. And, and there's so much to see, and man, you got to make it to Sunday. Yeah, and you got to make it to 1 a.m. because that's pigeons playing ping pong. Yeah, and you know how to love that. Uh, they are the sound of Bonnaroo. If you want that jam thing, this is going to be as jammy as a show as I get to this year. Uh, that's going to be a blast. Yeah, and it's not necessarily a sound that I usually go for, but it is going to be so much fun. That is a, the perfect way to start a Bonnaroo Festival on Thursday night at 1 o'clock in the morning with that jam sound. With that much of a, of a jam vibe, that is going to be so good. That's a good day. Uh, and But here's my pick. Here's my pick for you. Thursday, the must-see show is a kid... That I discovered at, at Lollapalooza this past year. Uh, he's in, from Philly, lives in Nashville now. I love snarky garage punk. It's the reason why I love Parquet Courts. It's what I grew up on. He's got a song called East Nashville Kroger Conversation. He's got witty lyrics. He's sometimes angry, he, but he's always earnest. He's always honest. And uh, he's even a tad bit polarizing sometimes. Big, tall kid, crazy set of hair, Ron Gallo. Okay. You are going to love Ron Gallo. <laughs> he is just so damn fun. That's good. Yeah, he's what a lot of fun. Do you know? Yeah. So that is uh, Friday or Thursday night, five p.m. Perfect. That is the first show I see, and it's going to be the highlight of my entire Thursday. That's awesome. Yeah, it's really, really good. So we move on to Friday. I'll tell you. That's this five is, bands. That's good. That's it's a good start. Day. That's it's a, a very good, good start. Uh, now, Friday is going to be okay. tough because Saturday is such a packed day, at least for me. Um, so I'm going to have to pace myself, and it's going to be a little bit difficult to do uh, because I start really early, 345, back to the Who stage for the second time. With Low Cut Connie. So Low Cut Connie, I don't know if you know anything about them. We talked about them, I think, again in Bonner Roulette, but yep. the, it is a just a batshit crazy stage show. And I don't know if the Who stage is big enough uh, <laughs> for what they're going to do on stage, because I think the guy might be insane. <laughs> they, all of them might be a little tad insane. I like it. Um, but uh, I'm incredibly intrigued by that li- live show. Um, but that's going to be t- sort that's of my entire one. afternoon because I'm going to take a break. Uh, I got Trombone Shorty and Manchester Orchestra that I might pop into. Uh, I like Manchester Orchestra a lot, but again, my Friday is about pacing, pacing, pacing because Saturday is going to be monumental. At 6.45, you know I'm going to be a Zeshan. New Music Lounge, another small stage. I'm keeping it very small okay. and intimate for my uh, first few shows I on like Friday. Uh, Zeshan B., Another one that was a total discovery. Had no idea who he was until we started doing this. But I love him, and I don't know what this. I don't know what a show is going to be like. I don't know what he sounds like. Um, but boy, he's got an interesting story, and uh, it's not what I expected. And I, I, don't, I, I guess at least I didn't see that coming. Yeah, and I don't know what to expect. Does that make any sense? Absolutely. All right. So, and that's that's why we did this. Yep. There's a we looked at these names and don't know. Yeah. Don't know most and, of them. And the more we dug into it, and the more we started, you know, forcing ourselves to get out of our box, 
Yeah. My God, we found a lot of artists that we want to see. Well, I think I said the very first one that it was a little bit about sort of trusting in the folks that put this thing on. That right. They uh, they do a lot of uh, research. Yep. So uh, I'm going to leave there after that. And uh, this is where it's going to get a little itchy. Um, T-Pain is playing shortly after Zayshon B. And uh, I have a really bad feeling that that show is going to be slammed. I think there is going yeah. that's going to be as big of a show that we're going to have all day on Friday. Yeah. I think it's going to be overran. Um, plus, I don't really trust how good it's going to sound, but I got to stop by. Yeah. I got to stop by Can't and see T-Pain. I've got to do a walk by. Uh, then you know we're going to Sturgill. Uh, because if outside of Anderson Pac and Boney Vare, Sturgill Simpson is as excited of a show that I have the entire year. From everything we've been told, or I've been told about the new Sturgill show, it is going to be a lot like that. It is going to be rock and roll. It's going back yeah, to his wow. roots and, and a little bit less of the horns that I loved before, but it's going to be rock and roll. And here's the crazy thing about Sturgill. I've never seen him at night. I don't know what this show looks like in the dark. But that's what I'm most excited about. It's finally that's weird. Sergil, like not in the middle of the day in the nasty heat. Um, <laughs> guy, so hot. It, it was so hot. Every show I've ever seen of his is just so hot. You almost that's, get wooed to sleep by his uh, by his show sometimes. That's but weird. I know. Um, now this is not going to be for you, Barry. Uh, I, I'm gonna after Sturgill, I'm going right to Khalid. I think Khalid is is a phenomenal story. The kid is 18 years old, 19 years old. He puts out an album that is absolutely heartbreaking. I mean, his lyrics are like he's lived a a 45-year-old man's romantic life of being heartbroken and heartbroken and heartbroken. You know, he wins Best New Artist at the Grammys. Um, He's the darling of of the pop-slash-hip-hop circuit. He's on every song with everybody. I work at a Top 40 radio station. This kid is legitimately on every song. Yeah, that's true. The industry loves him. I don't know what his live show is like. I have no idea what to expect. It may not be very good, but I'm going to give him a shot because I really like What stage? He's on the Witch stage. Witch stage, 9.30, directly after Sturgill Simpson. Oh, that's a walk-by for me. Is it? Now, I know the regular listener of this podcast is probably not going to be a big Khalid fan. My bet is that most listeners of this are going to be at Rufus de Sol. And I... Or is it Rufus du Sol? I can't ever... I never know how to say it. Rufus. That's that's where you're probably going to end up. Oh, I like, th- I like that. He's I like nice. He's, he's got a really nice tone. My fear is, is when you're a young kid... Uh, stagecraft doesn't really come naturally to you. Well, the beauty of the walk by and it being on the witch is you can actually get back and forth. Yeah, for us that's the easiest walk by that we have because that's yeah. how we access our camp. Well, so we see a lot of witch- that, it's sort of the middle. You can find that middle, you know, by the right. by the uh, fountain, and you can get to all of them. That's right. Whereas getting in and out of the what stage. Is a little more a little more difficult. Now that's that's the that's the secret. Um, walk by the witch, give it a shot. But I have a feeling you're going to end up at Rufus. Maybe I really have a feeling. About it. Okay. okay. So then uh, you get to the the headliner, and I feel like when we you mentioned the headliners earlier, uh, Eminem, you know the killers. I got it. I think that everybody's sleeping on Muse. I think people sleep on them. That live show, the amount of just noise that is going to come from the wet stage from Muse, I think is going to be amazing. And by the way, you'll know every song that they play. You won't realize that you know every song, but every time they play, you're, I know that, another hit, another hit. It's hit after hit after hit. I think that we all... Uh, discount how good of a, a headliner show this is going to be. See, sounds like a good blanket. Yeah, a 
Barry, I don't know how much uh, sitting on a blanket you're going to be doing during this show. I don't know if it's going to be that kind of atmosphere for Muse. I just meant back of the back of the room type it's, of thing. Yeah. It is going to be yeah. uh, so, so good. But here's my pick for Friday. We're finally getting to my official Friday pick, the one that I cannot miss. You know what it is? Space Nectar. <laughs> yeah. It, what you're not going to find on my list are many... EDM set. Bass Nectar is on mine. Is it? Here, I can't I believe how much you like Bass Nectar. That's so strange. But here yeah. we go. Uh, I am in love with her. Uh, I'm in love with Michelle. Uh, I loved Soft Sounds from Another Planet. It was my one of my favorite albums of the year. Lyrically, she's so interesting. She, her first album, it was literally guitar solos. It was guitar solo after guitar solo. The second one is completely opposite, lacking the guitar solo. It's spacey sounds, just like the album's name is, Soft Sounds from Another Planet. Um, but for me, the consistentness, her voice, I am so attracted to her voice. I'm attracted to her, for, first and foremost. She's unbelievably hot. But uh, her voice, to me, just cuts right through everything. And it is the start of my Friday. And it's, again, the first show of the day is the one I'm most excited about. It's Japanese Breakfast. Are you telling me that doesn't sound like 2.15 on a Friday? <laughs> 2.15 on a Friday? Get out of here. Yeah, that's that's a great way to start a day. This tent, 2.15 on Friday. That's my official Friday pick, Japanese breakfast. Then we go to Saturday. I pace myself on Friday with only seeing about six artists uh, because Saturday is absolutely slammed for me. I don't think I might come back to camp one, two times tops on Saturday. That, which just may, reminded me, you'll be able to hear Bass Nectar without leaving camp. Unfortunately, so that, yes. So that <laughs> I won't need to go very so far. No worries there. Yeah. It's not how I'm starting my day, but if I'm going to get my campmates to uh, get to one show uh, this year, it's not my pick for the day, but I really want you guys to come to, with me to see a, a guy and a girl called Warren Treaty. You familiar with the Warren Treaty? A little bit. A little right. bit, yeah. Uh, I'm going to say it, and I, you're going to hate me for it. It's our generation's Johnny and June. Yeah. Um, they're a husband and wife duo, and I, they're just infectious. They're absolutely infectious. I love them so, so much. It sounds a little bit like St. Paul meets Shovels and Rope Yeah, with a little shakes in yeah. there. Well, I have a consistent theme. That's that's for damn sure. <laughs> I am pretty predictable. Yeah. Uh, so uh, then I, I, got a, I got a weird little... Uh, thing that I got to deal with. I got Pond versus Moses Sumney. Uh, Moses Sumney, though, is just so weird. And uh, I I want to walk by it and I want to give it a shot. I don't think I'm going to be there very long because I don't know what that, what that live show is going to entail because he's so strange, but I'll give it a shot. I think I'll choose Pond. Uh, Pond's a fun, a fun little outfit. I, again, I don't know how much I'm going to be there, but the pick for me in that moment is Knox Fortune. Uh, this kid has got something. I think this kid's got a, a really, really bright future. I don't I don't know what to expect, but I sure as hell want to give it a try. Now, the kid's only got an EP, so they only gave him a 40-minute set. So I'm willing to give him 20 minutes of that. I have no problem uh, investing 20 minutes in Knox Fortune. Uh, I think that's going to be a nice uh, That Tent excursion. It's okay. I was going right. to get, get ready to ask if it was that smaller when uh, near the Miller Light. What no, it's on that smaller? tent. That tent at... Um, that's a big... Yes, I think it's 3 o'clock. Good size tent. Yeah, yeah okay. 3 o'clock on Saturday. Then I go to Mavis Staples at 545. You know how much we love Mavis Staples. She's been an automatic for us every single time that she's there. That is my number one. And I'll tell you, the, the thing that we miss the most, and we talk about this every year, 
there felt it felt like years ago, ten years ago or so, when we first started, good twelve years ago, they had some sort of soul artist every Sunday morning. Like it, our buddy Mike would always say, "I'm going to go to church. I'm right, going to church right. on the what stage every Sunday morning." They don't do that anymore. I sure do wish that they would take Mavis Staples off of Saturday night at 5.45 yeah. and just put her at 1 o'clock on Sunday. Was it Mavis that came out and sang with uh, Widespread? The first, I think it was like the first really? Sunday. Yeah, because I've heard uh, a couple of colleagues of ours, because they tore up Saturday night, and it, you know, very first one, so it got freaky, and so it just <laughs> felt right that everybody needed to get some church ah, that's that good. Sunday morning. That's and I good. think she came out, and I think it was her. Interesting. Uh, and played with them. Yeah, um, I just, I, uh, man, I just miss it. And maybe I'm making romanticizing this more than I probably should. I just feel like there was always a Sharon Jones or a Mavis Staples or a Charles Bradley Sunday at 11 o'clock, or Sunday at 1 o'clock, rather. Yeah. Now, I might be totally miss, missing that, but it just feels right, and I don't know why they don't do that more. I don't know why don't they don't rearrange the schedule just to give me... They could put Duran Jones there on Sunday morning, yeah. and I would still feel okay about it. I would, I'd like a little bit of gospel. Uh, you need a little church. I'd like that on Sunday. This is from a guy who doesn't ever go to church. It is the South. Yeah, so then, uh, of course, you know, at some point, at 745... I'm going to be up close uh, sweating my ass off with, with Sylvanesso. I love Sylvanesso so much, and I love them because uh, it's only two people. I don't know if you know much about Sylvanesso, but uh, her name's not Sylvanesso. Uh, his name's not Sylvanesso. But I feel like years ago when, when their first single came out, I felt like the live show was like, oh, that's cute. Yeah. That's nice. And then I saw it again once they had another single and another single and another... It just keeps getting Get better, better and better and better. I have a feeling they've worked out every kink. They know exa- she gets she moves on stage, man, in ways that she never did years ago. It is a blast. That yeah. show is so much damn fun, I like and I it. cannot wait for that. Speaking, I mean, it's going to be an incredibly fun night Saturday night because right after that, I <laughs> love this man so damn much. It's the very first podcast we ever did, and it's uh. I, I couldn't be more excited about this show um, because he's going to be playing a lot of new music. He's got a new album coming right. out, so we're going to hear we're going to hear all the hits from from Malibu, and then we're going to hear some new stuff. And um, and the only problem, but it, it's a it's a major problem. It's my biggest problem of the entire weekend. That show ends the second Bon Iver starts. I know, and I don't. You know me. I, I'm a whole show guy. I do not like the pop in. I like investing my entire time to an, an entire show, and it's going to end, and I'm going to have to get right to Bon Iver, and I, I got to I you know where I got to be at Bon Iver. Here's the thing for me. Uh, I mentioned work. Uh, work for me is writing stories, but I also do our photography, mm-hmm. and I have access to the pit to yeah. shoot a lot of these, which means I get three songs, and then they basically kick us out. Yeah. So. I'm in a similar boat. I, I need to sit down and think, who do I want to take pictures of? Yeah. And then how does that mess me up? Because Well, let's do that. How, how early do you have to get to insert stage here to access the pit for a uh, photography thing? If The what and the which are different uh-huh. because we're escorted into those. And some of them are limited, uh, like the act. Like Eminem probably is only going to have a dozen, right. maybe whatever. And sometimes you get... Uh, approved for that. Sometimes you don't, but even if you do, it's half hour to twenty minutes. Mm. Okay, that's so, not that bad. 
No. So you could you could specific you could choose to see Anderson up until that twenty minutes and then go to the Boney Vare pit, right? And, yes, and to shoot. access that. Right. That's probably your best bet. Yes, that's because, what I need to figure out, and uh, assuming that I get the access, but I've been fortunate in the last several years. Yeah, because the Boney Vare thing, I, I, again, we've gone through this how many times talking about Boney Vare. Um, what's going to happen? We don't know. I don't. Right, knows. and so that's that's my dilemma. Do I want to see the entire show versus the first three? Versus yeah, which is an awesome vantage point, and I get great pictures, but then I miss the show. But you get a second one. All right, uh, Barry. I don't mean to be. Uh, I don't mean to bloviate. <laughs> I don't have a history Brett of doing a that. New word this year. I don't. Folks. I don't. I don't have a history of doing that, but. Uh, there are going to be moments of Bon Iver where I might cry like a baby. I might, I might cry like a baby. It's happened before. Uh, it's <laughs> once a year for something. Something happens, and I just oh no, here it comes. Here oh god, here it comes, and yeah. that might be the moment. Embrace it. Brother. I just take it, baby. I just take Embrace it. Embrace it. All right, and then uh, it's Own my it. it's my pick of the way, pick of the day, Saturday, and and you know that where I'm going to go on this one. I'm back to the Who stage. Back to the Who stage. At 12.30. I told you it was going to be a long day. It's from 12.30 to when Bon Iver ends his second set. I start at the Who stage, and I'm telling you, you the podcast listener, go see this show. Davey from New Jersey. Um, I'm a 60s soul guy at heart. Uh, every one of my favorite artists currently are birthed in that realm, somehow, mm-hmm. someway. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the grandson of a 50s recording artist. His dad was a preacher, gave him an acoustic guitar when he was a kid, and told him, go be the black Bruce Springsteen. (laughs) And at 14, the kid was the lead singer of his family's traveling gospel ensemble. Unbelievable. Again, back to this. Why not put him Sunday morning? Yeah. One day later, I'm not going to tell you what to do, but you need to see Davey. Yeah. For sure. Barry, does anything sound more like Brad Steiner than Davey? That's right up my alley. I can't wait for that one. Yeah, it's that's gonna be really fun. Uh, that was a uh, Bonnaroo Luet as uh, well. Winner, did you know? I did. Yeah, you did. Okay. Yeah, that we get we get lucky on that one. Uh, so Saturday, it's an absolute packed day for me. New to me. That but that was a wow. Yeah, top to bottom, Saturday absolutely packed. But even if even if you if your schedule's not like mine. Boy, you're going to find something on Saturday. Saturday's amazing, uh, which I'll go ahead and bring up. Um, got an email from uh, a listener. I like saying that. Do you? Yeah, we don't get to say that a lot at the newspaper. Well, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a listener called in. Uh, Elizabeth Hegler um, reached out, and she's planning something a little bit different, kind of a uh, flash mob type of thing, I guess. There's a lot of people learning a dance, a particular dance, to La Freak. Uh, by Sheik, Nile Rogers, and Sheik are going to be playing. That would be the Legacy Act yeah. uh, on that Saturday. I think it's six o'clock or so. Um, uh, I consider the Legacy Act to be Eminem. Eminem, yeah. yeah, or Mavis. But what she is asking, people can go on YouTube and search for Just Dance La Freak, 
and learn this particular dance. And then when the band plays it during their set, she's hoping that there'll be a huge group of people doing this particular dance. So, now, will that be you? Will you be one of the dancers? It depends on how the early part of the day yeah. goes. Painted boobs? What you I have get the painted boobs? Painted boobs. <laughs> yeah. She is going to be meeting people. Let me go read through this. Uh, about 5.40, 5.45, they hope to get in line. They want to get in the pit area to do this. It's going to be the witch stage, which they should be able to. If not, there's plenty of room over there. Well, the witch stage doesn't have a pit. Uh, yeah, is that dance? No. Witch stage doesn't have a pit. The only pit on the witch stage is, is access to the uh, Roll Like a Rockstar and VIP people. Okay. So it would just be like in the front of the stage then. Yeah. I was yeah. thinking there was on that right side. Well, there is, but it's it's all for VIPs. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. So you'll, they'll all gather. She's going to be wearing a uh, We're All Mad Here t-shirt with a Cheshire cat on it. So she's going to do this during Mavis Staples. They're going to gather, I guess. Okay. They're, all right. Start gathering to get ready for Sheik. All right. Create a moment, girl. Yeah. Do it. Yeah, I it. love it. Uh, she's reached out to a bunch of other Rue uh, communities right. and uh, trying to get this going. So I told her we would. Uh, I would get the word Absolutely. out. So I'm sure you can do some searching and find her. And, oh, you uh, read it. People will find it. Her, she goes by Aaron, but her, her email name is Elizabeth Hegler. H E G L A R. So, All right, so uh, Sunday, I'm going to be beat. I'm going to be absolutely beat. Uh, I might maybe go check out our boy Bazzy. Might give him a, a little bit of a shot again. He doesn't have much material, so they gave him, what, 40 minutes, I yeah, think, uh, yeah. for a set. I can give him 20 of my minutes. I don't mind that. I'll give Bazzy a shot. Uh, 4 p.m. is though when my day really begins, and that's Sir Sly. They're not necessarily in my realm. That's not really my my lane. Is uh, artists like this, but they have such a good good live show. Sir Sly, this tent it might be too small of a tent for them. I have a feeling this is going to be one of those that you look back and say there were w- way more people there than I ever anticipated. All right, I yeah. like it. Uh, um, so, yeah, you're going to give that a shot. Uh, then we got another conflict. Uh, Broken Social Scene put out a really great album. It took me a little while to get into it this year, but I really like it a lot. Uh, unfortunately, as much as I like them, I got to go back to Jungle. I loved that show two years ago, three years ago, however long it was at Bonnaroo, so much. And it was during the day, again, and it it was just one of those moments where I might not have had my entire head screwed on correctly, if you know what I mean. Um, so I feel like I still missed it, even though I loved it. I gotta go back. I love the new song so much. They've got a new album coming up. Uh, Jungle is just so much damn fun. I just, I, I don't have any words. I love them. And and you're gonna like them too, Barry. Yeah, I think they're great. gonna like them. Did you, you didn't see that show a couple years so. ago. All right. It was the same year as Bahamas, by the way. That was another uh, fine for me that year. As that Bahamas. was a huge fine for me, yeah. I told you. The, that's regular listening for me now. Then we get to 6.15, and it's another game-time decision. Um, and again, this is probably not where our podcast listeners are going to go to do a Lippa. Um, I have a special place in my heart for her. Uh, I, I, I'm not patting myself on the back or anything, but we were our station was one of the first stations to get behind her. Um, when she first came to the States, I, I don't know. Maybe because I'm a male and I was just attracted to her at first, uh, we gave her a shot. But she, I find her to be so um, interesting. I find her live show, they must have saw something in her last year. I didn't necessarily think the live show was that good last year, even though... You know, I talked to her afterwards, and and um, she felt good. By the way, I don't. She did an hour on that stage on this tent last year. I talked to her immediately after that show, dude. 
It was 105 degrees that day. Everybody was sweating their ass off. She smelled like a million bucks. She (laughs) smelled so good. I will never forget how good she smelled. Um, So it's going to be tough. I want to see that show again because I know it's gotten better. And she's had number one singles since then. She is blowing up. She is going to be a mega star. And if you saw her last year, it felt like she was like mimicking what a, an artist should do on the yeah. stage. Like she was mimicking Banks or uh, one of those kind of girls. I think it's all changed. From yeah. everything that the industry's telling me, the show has gotten unbelievably good. She's got a new record, right? She and always she, hasn't. Yeah. She's, yeah. she's on everything. I mean, the, the industry's going crazy for her. But the problem that I have is it's St. Paul. Yep. It's St. Paul. And as much as I have a dedication to Dua. Yeah. Paul was so good to us. He was great to us. He was so good to us. A highlight. A it was one of the highlights of my career, and I don't know how I can say no to St. Paul and the Broken. Favorite song he's ever recorded. That's what he's told us on the uh, podcast. This was his uh, pretty much his favorite song St. Paul and the Broken Bones have ever done. And, um, you know, I have a sneaking suspicion based on our conversation we had a couple weeks ago with them. They're going to have more new music to, to play upon. Well, they got a new album. Yeah. Uh, I think you made the decision for me as to which one of have, those. Have I? I, I you're I, not going to like... Yeah, look, you're going to like Dua. She's a, it oh, is I like a, it. She's like, great. Yeah. But for I, I, you, it's St. Paul. Yeah, St. Paul. I mean, I have a, a long history with uh, with Paul, Janaway. They, you know, going back to when they first played here mm-hmm. and, and have followed them all the way, so... Yeah. We we uh, can't we can't we can't turn our back no. on it. I love you, Dua, but I I gotta I gotta do it for St. Paul. All right, uh, then I'm gonna I'm gonna give Daniel Caesar a try. I have a feeling Kayla Euclid is gonna come on stage with them. They do a song together. Um, if you like Khalid, and if you like that sort of down tempo R and B, Daniel Caesar is straight up sex. It is so sexy. Um, every one of his songs in that new album. To me, just scream sex. I really like him. I don't know how much long, how long I'll be there uh, because at this point, I'm starting to wind my festival down. And uh, I'll do the same thing for Future. I like Future a lot. I don't know how much I got in me for that. Right. Because at some point, uh, my festival is going to wrap up with Alt J, and I want to give, I want to keep the last bit of energy that I have for Alt J. Um. So sometimes I have a love hate relationship with Alt J. Um, recorded stuff I adore. I love them so much on their records. The live show drives me crazy sometimes mm. because it sounds pitch perfect. I mean, it sounds too good. The, uh, the sonic quality of what they do live for three guys, dude, it's it's as good as it gets on the planet. The problem for me sometimes, they don't move. Yeah. They do not move. Yeah. They had the stage set up last time I saw them. They had the three guys, they individually had their own pod that was surrounded by mirrors. Those dudes didn't take one step off of their <laughs> spot. Not one step. And that, to me, as as sonically good as it is, I got to have something more sometimes. Yeah. I need some interaction. I got. I need you to go back and forth. I don't even think they talked to the crowd once. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, I didn't see the whole show, but LCD sound system. I saw there wasn't a whole lot of movement. There's a lot of light and effects and all. But oh, don't even, don't <laughs> even. I w- we will fight, Barry Corder. That was as, that was one of the highlights of my life. It was a great show. All right, uh, one of then, the best pictures I ever took. Really? Yeah. Where is it? What uh, is it a picture I'll show of? It to you. Um, it, please don't. It's not a dick pic, is it? <laughs> not this time. Okay. <laughs> no, and it, it, what, it's funny because uh, you know the, the show opened. It was so dark, and I'm just basically pointing the camera. 
pop, 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 pop. You just got lucky. And and left there thinking, I got nothing. Opened up, put it on the computer the next day in our camp and, and did the happy dance. For, really? Yeah. Huh. Uh, Mike, uh, Mike, in fact, Mike Dewar, I believe, has it on his, uh, it's one of his screens. Um, screen uh, savers as well. Yeah, ah, good for you. All right, I'll show uh, it to you. Before I give you my uh, my final pick of the the weekend, my Sunday official Sunday pick, I want to make a note about uh, the schedule, and I need somebody to help me with something. Um, but I'm looking at Sunday. Yeah, I'm looking at Sunday, and I, I, the what and the which are reserved for some really big stars, right? They're they're reserved for the the big crowds, mm-hmm. especially three fifteen on a Sunday. You're thinking which stage somebody big's going to be there, right? Right. Who in the hell is Rich Brian? <laughs> I have no idea. I have never heard of that person before. I'm okay not knowing somebody. I mean, I don't necessarily know who Parker Millsap is, but how in the world did Rich Brian at 3:15 find his way to the witch? Can someone explain to me who Rich Brian is and why he's on the witch stage? Not me. I mean, I I thought but, I knew most of the people that were going to be on the What and the Witch. This is the first time I can say to myself, I've legitimately never heard that name in my funny. life. I have no idea. And not nothing. I mean, I I don't even want to look it up because I'm going to feel like you're an gonna, idiot. You're going to feel bad if it if he's that gospel singer. He's your Sunday. <laughs> That's Evan Wanting <laughs> <Sunday> church. <laughs> yeah. All right. Here's my official Sunday pick, uh, and this is going to be the one that uh, is going to surprise you the most, uh, Barry Quarter, Akibi Shakedown. Do you know anything about the Akibi Shakedown? Not even a little bit. They are making uh, a lot of waves in Brooklyn and in New York around the uh, the live music scene. They are basically just an instrumental band. They only uh, do like horn-based instrumentals. And uh, the guys in the band include members of Sharon Jones's band, Charles Bradley and the Extraordinaires, and Lee Fields's bands. I mean, wow. dude. Sounds a little bit like Turquoise, which has been here a couple of times. They're a New York-based band that same horns and do all kinds of stuff. If you tell me that you've got members of Lee Fields, Charles Bradley, and Sharon Jones, you have all of my money. (laughs) Go. I'll do whatever you want. It is going to be a massive start-of-the-day dance party. What time? 2.30. 2.30 is when my day starts on Sunday, and it's with it's with something that I have been listening to at home over and over and over. Let me say, that's that's a good time because as you remember, that Sunday when you're trying to recover, there's still a long time can be till the Sunday evening starts. You know what I mean? Yep, it, you, you need you, this. You, kinda, you need a pick-me-up. Yep, and this is going to be it. I mean, you want a dance party? You're going to find it at Kibi Shakedown. There you go. There you go. My, uh, my picks. Ron Gallo on Thursday. Japanese breakfast on Friday, Davy on Saturday, and a Kibi shakedown on Sunday. I tried to go a little bit out of the box. I tried to surprise you, give you a little uh, things that you might not have heard of. I hope that you uh, join me, Barry Quarter. There you go. Uh, it's a good list. Yeah, I yeah, like I everything it. on it. Pretty, pretty. Uh, what's the word? Uh, not too far afield from um, stylistically. Yeah, you I definitely I do. fall for the funk soul. I do. I do. Yeah, I have a, I have a lane, and sometimes I get too wrapped up in it. Um, yeah. So I'm going to need you to maybe get me out of my lane. The whatpodcast.com. Uh, submit your can't miss artists, can't miss shows, and we'll feature them two weeks from now on the podcast or the what underscore podcast on Twitter. Of the the your ones on your list, yeah. Which one would you say is the most out there? You mean out of my lane? Mm, yeah, uh, or is just the most odd? That's I mean I hate using words like that because if you love it, it's not odd. Um, the one that somebody would say you went to see what? Yeah, okay. Actually, it would probably be Sir Sly. 
Okay. Yeah, because it's just it. I'm not necessarily into that sort of poppy, sort of uh, guitar-driven stuff. Usually, yeah. I'm not. That's not my no, angle. No. Usually, well, you, you like the soul. One thing I'm curious to discover while we're there. To me, Sir Sly, Khalid, Anderson Pock, similar. All sound a little. I have that soulful kind of hip hop. I want to learn more. Yeah. If it is is more different than what it sounds like to me, just from you know. Okay. 30 seconds. All right. I will probably go see some more of the EMD than you will. Oh, my God. That's, or EDM? EDM. That's Excuse shocking. Me. Excuse me. Who e- would have thought? EDM. I mean, I'm going to see all the old people, and you're going yeah. to see all the young people. Yeah, would, no, I... It makes no sense. To me, I like it for a minute. It's yeah. not something that I would listen to for long periods of time. Well, it's, it's not a car ride type of thing. For yeah, me. you don't really you don't really put on some EDM music when you draw a bath. No, you know, never have you looked at your significant other like, baby, this is our song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if it is, you probably. Re- but yeah. but I love the visual of watching those shows well, I the crowds and... I can't I can't wait to hear your list yeah. next week Barry Quarter's list on the what podcast we will talk to you then hey, 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 hey. How y'all journey through the stories that define the artists playing Bonnaroo who are they what are they what will you see the what which bands this year that matter Yay. with Brad Steiner and Barry Quarter